Welcome to The Encouraging Word, a podcast from Ascension Lutheran Church in Waterloo, Iowa. In our episodes, you'll find sermons, services, and in-depth Bible studies to help you grow in your faith. If you have any questions or want to connect, reach out to us at alcwloo at mchsi.com. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Pastor Mike. And I'm Pastor Matthew. Here with In the Bible This Week. Our podcast today is on the Gospel of Mark. And today I'm here with Pastor Matthew to talk about the different features of the Gospel of Mark that will be important as you are studying it in the week ahead. So Pastor Matthew, I've got a question for you. Who is it that wrote the Gospel of Mark? The Gospel of Mark, as it's written in the Bible, is anonymous. There's no um, actual signature anywhere in your Bible text. However, um, starting in the second century, so that's... Um, the 100s AD, um, we have reports that the the Gospel of Mark is written by a man named John Mark, who appears as one of Paul's traveling companions um, in the Gospels. In fact, um, John Mark's mother um, was named Mary, and in Acts 12, the church in Jerusalem met in her house. Um, and some people think that that's actually the house where Jesus had the Last Supper. Um, so um, it's possible that John Mark uh, was a disciple, though not an apostle. Um, and um, it, it is um, he who wrote this gospel down. Um, he wrote it um, from Peter. Uh, he uh, traveled with Peter, um, and he was Peter's scribe. And Peter preached the gospel, and John Mark uh, had the chance to write down what uh, a summary of Peter's preaching of the gospel. So that means that the gospel of Mark is based on the eyewitness testimony of the apostle Peter. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. And especially, um, and I think we do get some of Mark's eyewitness testimony. Notice that Mark's gospel is the only one where in the Garden of Gethsemane, a young man flees away naked. So they grab his clothes and he runs away. Only Mark's gospel has that. And so we think that that's the author putting his signature in there. I was there and I had to run away naked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Oh my goodness. So when do you think that Mark wrote this gospel? We, Peter um, was uh, martyred for his faith. Um, under the Emperor Nero uh, in about 64 AD. So if this is based on Peter's preaching, that right around there, sometime in this, maybe the late 50s, early 60s AD um, is, a, is about a good time. So we're looking at about 20 years, 30 years maybe after uh, the events of the Gospels. Um, they're uh, they're com committed to writing here. Very good. And, you know, you mentioned how we know that it's written then with the destruction, part of the old Emperor Nero's timeline. Um, so here's going to be one more question, just to kind of orient our reading in the Gospel of Mark this week. What should we look for as we're reading through Mark together? Um, there's, a, there's a bunch of things that I think we need to look for. I, first, I want you to notice Mark's style. He's quick. Jesus doesn't say a lot, but he does a lot. 
And Mark loves the word immediately. It'll occur 40 times in your gospel. So Jesus is on the move. He's doing things. And along those lines, I want you to see that the gospel of Mark is predominantly about his final week in Jerusalem. Chapters 11 and onward, chapters 11 to 16, is Holy Week. (laughs) And um, so that means uh, that this is primarily a story about Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection with a very long introduction attached onto it to get you there. So that's where Mark is going. and He spends his bulk, the most of his time in Holy Week. But Mark has a couple themes that I think are really interesting. First theme is, is Mark sees Jesus as um, leading a second exodus. That um, just like the Israelites were in bondage to the Egyptians and Moses freed them, so we are in bondage to Satan, sin, and death. And Jesus is the liberator who fulfills that and through his ministry frees us from Satan, sin, and death. And that is that that all the other part um, of the gospel, which is tied into that. Mark, a big theme for Mark is who is Jesus? Who is he? What does it mean for Jesus to be the Messiah? Um, you'll see questions. As you're reading Mark's gospel, look for questions. Who is this? What authority? Do, the questions that the people have are directed to you, the reader, to, as, for you to come to grips with who this Jesus is as he's going through the gospel. Um, and, and along with that, you see what we call the messianic secret, that Jesus does not want people to know that he's the Messiah too early. And then there's a point in which the secret gets out. So look for this secret that Jesus will heal somebody and he'll tell them, don't tell anybody. And that person goes and they tell everybody. (laughs) So those are some brief things to look for in the gospel of Mark. You know, on that last one, I've got to ask, what do you think? You know, as we're reading this week and we come across this messianic secret, why do you think that Jesus wanted everyone to keep it quiet for so long? I, I think that it, it has a potential to snowball too quickly. Jesus knows um, that if, if, if he makes himself known too fast, um, the, it, he'll get crucified at the wrong time, so to speak. And so um, he keeps it quiet um, because he's not, re- you know, as he says in the Gospel of John several times, my hour has not yet come. And then what happens? But on Palm Sunday, the hours come. He rides in openly and um, goes into the temple and cleanses it and does all these things. So there's this idea that Jesus has a timeline and he's trying to stick to it. Um, um, And he and, you know, there's probably the other human aspect that he doesn't want to be mobbed everywhere he goes, you know. And that, that kind of happens to Jesus all the time. He, anywhere he goes, he goes away to get some R&R and he has to do ministry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you're saying, though, that at the very end, we finally find out who Jesus is. It's not a secret anymore. Where do we find that out? Um, yeah, we, we absolutely find that out in um, 
the in Palm Sunday in in the the Holy Week narrative, you finally see this culminating um, in his his resurrection, um, where he's uh, risen again as the Son of God and and and, um, and sends the disciples into the world. Very good. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for today, Pastor Matthew. Now to all the readers and listeners out there, we hope you have a great week of reading your scripture and being in the Bible this year. And again, just a reminder, however it is that you are able to be in the Bible, whether that's picking up a physical book, whether that's listening to an audio recording or reading on your phone, we encourage you this year, be in your word, be in the scriptures because God works through it. All right, have a great week of reading. We'll catch you next week.